We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. Let's start this thing up. In case you haven't had enough Knicks talk, we're back with some more. CP from Knicks Fan TV, my guy Alex Rotaros on the guest spot. Al, we're a couple hours away from the kickoff of free agency, man. And uh, I'm hearing some things. I'm hearing some things. When, when the birdies start talking, I got to deliver if, if I feel like it's, it's reliable. And what I'm hearing is uh, Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley a guy that we've talked about on this show quite a few times. Um, There is reports that the Minnesota Timberwolves have made Malik Beasley available for trade, and I'm hearing that the Knicks are very much interested in a sign-and-trade for Malik Beasley. Last 14 games with Minnesota, average 15, sorry, 20 and 5. Sharpshooter, Al, 40% from three. Over 40% on catch and shoot, 48% on pull-ups. You know, we got to see what the legal situation whole, you know, is looking like for him. But clearly, if there's interest there with them, they feel comfortable that he'll be available, at, I guess, for the start of the season. Uh, but this is what I'm hearing right now is that uh, the Knicks are very high on Malik Beasley and uh, talks are, are heating up. Talks are heating up. What's your take, bro? Uh, you know, I like it. Obviously, as you already pointed out, the legal situation is a bit of a concern. But if we can get Malik Beasley on this team, he adds more, you know, versatility to the team, especially offensively. And look, we we added some we added two good shooters in the draft yesterday. We got Obi Toppin, we got Emmanuel quickly. We also got Miles Powell, who we will uh, talk on later. But there, you can never have enough shooting in this league. Because as of right now, what we're seeing is that it's going to be driven around offense. So if we can get Malik Beasley based, I don't even know. It's not even really, I don't know what the cost would be at yeah. this point, but still, I would take him on my team. If, if we had to trade a, a future first, you know, protected, uh, and you tell me maybe we give up uh, Knox, maybe. Maybe I, I would I would be fine doing that because mm-hmm. we get a, we get a, we get an established scorer on our side who's also twenty three and yeah it's more room to grow 
I'm wondering if this is the landing spot for Julius. I'm wondering if this is the landing spot for Julius Randle with the Timberwolves. Obviously, with OB here, Randle is on the block, mm-hmm. as I've said, all offseason long. And I'm wondering if this is the spot. I had heard that there was interest in Conley. The Knicks today made a deal with the Utah Jazz for Ed Davis. So, And that was a salary dump. So I'm not sure if the Conley deal is still on the table. But I'm mm-hmm. wondering if uh, this is the, the move that, that trades Julius Randle off the team with Obi Toppin here and brings back Malik Beasley. Going to be interesting to see what transpires uh, over the next few days. For sure. And with, you know, we've done a lot of deals with uh, Utah so far, right? We traded up Well, Perrin is cleaning out that office, baby. He's cleaning out the Rolodex. This is where those connections come into play, right? We traded up to the 23, and then we used that to trade back again. We're we're wheeling and dealing with Utah right now. So those connections are clearly working for us. Yeah. So, so let's see what happens. Now, there's other news out there that the Knicks are... It's conflicting reports because Mark Stein of the New York Times had reported that uh, there was heavy interest between the Knicks and Gordon Hayward. Now, Gordon Hayward, Al, turned down um, $34 million on a player option with the Boston Celtics. So... To me, that's got to mean that we've heard Atlanta was hot after him. Mm-hmm. And now we're hearing that there's some interest with the Knicks. Beckley also said that there was some interest with the Knicks. But that's got to mean that he's got some security there. Or, uh, you know, or, or is he going somewhere else on a cheaper deal? I don't know. What do you make of the Hayward rumors? I think what the Hayward rumors for... Well, let's also point out the Pacers are also interested in signing Hayward right, too, yeah. and I think and he's got I a think, house in Indiana. Went to Butler. Mm-hmm. That's right. So between the Pacers and Atlanta, I could see them giving Hayward a decent size multi-year deal. I think with the Knicks, it'd probably be a big deal up front, maybe one max two, because I think what the Knicks still want is that they want to have flexibility moving forward for next free agency and trying to pick whoever's going to be available then. And I think Gordon Hayward for the interim would provide offense. I know he's injury prone. Sure. But when he's on the court, he was still producing some solid numbers. And I would take, I would take him for one year. I don't know if I'd do, I wouldn't do multiple years for Gordon Hayward, but definitely for one year, if he wants to come out and we need just some sort of like established veteran on the team who we know we can get solid contribution from night in and night out. 17 and 6, um, almost 40% from three, four dimes. I wouldn't I wouldn't go over the two years. If they did a one and one, I wouldn't hate it. Um, mm-hmm. but I just think a three-year deal or one of those multi-year deals for him, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that route. I, I would not go that route for Gordon Hayward. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But like I said, to turn down 34 million with Boston, you know, a, ch- a chance to compete. There's mm-hmm. gotta be some sort of security there that he's being promised. And so I'm wondering which one of the teams is going to be. It's, it's only a handful of teams. It's got to be us. It's got to be the Hawks, who's been hot after him. Or like I said, maybe does he take less? Or I don't know what, what the size of an Indiana deal would be, but if it's potentially to go home, would he be taking less to do so? Yeah, I think it'd be. Int- I think Indiana is the wild card here. Not in the sense would they get Hayward, but what are they going to do with Oladipo moving forward too? Because if Oladipo doesn't sign, then they would have more money to sign him to a longer deal right Mm -hmm. and he could then stay there gordon hayward you're right if he's turning down 34 million he has some sort of guarantee he's got it he's got a guarantee Uh, somewhere 
also he probably just doesn't he probably just doesn't care what Boston has to say. I mean, we see that Boston was trying to k- trade Kemba too, right? <laughs> During yeah. this week. Yeah. And so maybe he's like, you know what? I'm not going to let Boston ship me to get whatever deal they want in return. I'm going to take control of my own destiny and go wherever I want to go. Yeah, it's very interesting, man. He's like, let me figure this out before Ainge, you know, packages me up and sends him somewhere. You know, Danny Ainge will do that in the quickness. You know, Danny Danny is not about that loyalty, man. He's trying to win. Not at all. And the last thing Gordon Hayward wants to go is somewhere like, I don't know, Detroit, like an up-and-coming team. If they give uh, Boston, like, good draft capital or even, like, an up-and-coming player, I don't think Gordon Hayward wants to be in that type of situation. Yeah, n- me neither, man. But something is up. Some something is going on now. You know, the Knicks today went out and traded uh, with Utah Jazz, as we said, for Ed Davis, backup center. But they got two second round picks in the deal, so they got their salary dump, but albeit a small one, a very tiny one. We weren't sure mm-hmm. how lucrative uh, the salary dump market was going to be. But they went out and got Ed Davis backup center, got two draft second round picks in the 2023 draft. Could that be a precursor to something bigger? I'm not so sure. We have Obi here. We still have to address the point guard situation. What do you think options wise? Where, where do you think they go? Point guard. For point guard, I mean, I think they're going to throw the bag at Fred Van Vliet at this point. Okay. I think if they were going to do Westbrook, we probably would have seen that deal done because that's a trade. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that deal would have happened already unless they're really just trying to figure things out on trying to move Julius Randle. But I don't, you know, the Rockets don't really have that many assets to give back to us. And we're not just trying to take out a contract, uh, a, a massive contract, just for the sake of taking on a massive contract. So I think we're either trying to go Fred Van Vliet uh, at that point. Mm-hmm. And if all else fails, you know, we'll will welcome in DJ Augustine. But I think Fred Van Vliet is the move at this point. Yeah, and now we hear, we heard today that uh, Detroit is picking up Trevor Reese's deal, which put, mm-hmm. lowers their cap availability. I think they only have about $9 million in cap space left. So Detroit is eliminated from the Van Fleet sweepstakes. So it's really a two-team race right now between the Knicks and the Raptors. And... You know, Toronto has said all the right things since they since they started the offseason. That Fred is their guy. They want to keep him. They did draft mm-hmm. Malachi Flynn. So, <laughs> who knows where this goes, man? Who knows where this goes? But if you, if you had a, a lineup of... What do you think about a lineup of Van Fleet, Beasley, RJ, Obi, and Mitch... It's kind of fire, bro. I kind of like that. It's it's that's that's a lot of offensive. Yeah, uh, I kind of like that. I kinda right, kinda yeah, like it's a lot. Of, yeah, it's gonna be that would be a lot of fun. I don't yeah. know how many games we'd win, but we make the season very interesting. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, you know, I all, at that point, like Fred, Fred's a good defensive player. You got Mitch, who's solid defense. RJ's RJ's decent at defense. I'm not too. I don't. I don't know how Beasley is defensively. We know Obi is. That's where he needs to to work on, but. We'll definitely score. That's for sure. So it'll be a a complete 180 from uh, last season. (laughs) I'll take that. (laughs) Let's let's get some buckets, man. And speaking of buckets, uh, the Knicks went out and signed undrafted free agent Miles Powell, the Big East player of the year at a Seton Hall, man. A lot of the Seton Hall fans, the Big East fans are very high on this kid. 
Uh, don't know where my Miles Powell highlights went, but a lot of uh, the fans are very high on this kid. 21 points and three dimes, an absolute bucket getter. What would you think of the Powell pickup today? I liked it. You know, they had him projected to go in the draft, and I think with him falling out of the draft, it's a good gamble to take. There's no expectation of him coming to the Knicks now, so if he needs some development, because we know his passing ability, he's more of a reactive playmaker. Uh, defense he needs to work on. He gives the old old way for the most part. Mm-hmm. Offensively, we know what we're getting. I think this is a chance for him to either develop in the G League, or if he and if he shows and shows some potential, he will definitely come up to the Knicks at some point, right? But it, it that's probably the precursor for why we got rid of Wooten today too, right? Yeah. Is to open up another two way contract, and we got Jared Harper and we got Miles Powell now. So we'll see what the team wants to do with them then. I, yeah, I agree. And and you know what? Listen, I'm I'm all for it. We need some talent in here. We need some bucket getters out. No more New York bricks. Let's get buckets now. <laughs> and hey, listen, this guy this kid is a dog. My guy David Zenon um knows Miles Powell very well. Local kid out of Newark. Gonna come in with a chip on his shoulder from not getting drafted. And let, let's get some buckets in here, man. And so what they did was they signed him to a um exhibit ten contract. This was the same contract that they had signed Kenny Wooten to last year. What the Exhibit 10 is going to do is it's going to give him a chance to make the team out of training camp. If he doesn't make the team, he's guaranteed $50,000, and then he'll go down to Westchester. But I'm not sure, you know, once he gets to Westchester, they may not have all of his rights there, so he may be up for grabs. But with Kenny Wooten, who was cut today, now there's a two-way contract up for grabs, so... You, I could envision Miles Powell um, getting that two-way deal at, along with uh, with Jared Harper. So well, let's see what shakes out there. For sure. I mean, I'm looking forward to see what he can do. And as you point out, David Zenon talked about him on your show, and I highly recommend people going back and checking that out. Mm-hmm. Great, you know, great breakdown of a lot of the plays that, you know, he even talked about Obi there. I'm um, pretty sure he talked about Emmanuel quickly on your show too around yeah, that time did. so we he can did. we can have if anyone wants to catch up on what he thinks about all of our guys mm-hmm. definitely go back there and check it out but i'm excited for miles Powell. i want to see what he can do yeah you know i i, I rep i rep the westchester knicks there so you go. uh <laughs> tried and true there you go there, you, there go. you go so when i go home i'll, I'll be out in the stands uh, rooting for him if he's down there <laughs> yeah yeah why not man homegrown talent ob miles powell rj you know these guys have the the, the local the the vibe in their blood man gets get some some heart in here and and i like that with these homegrown kids so let, let's see what miles power can bring to the game but you know back on the van fleet topic and the point guard options i think um you know i'm just not getting the sense that the brody thing is is real in terms of them taking on that contract and taking on a a long-term contract that impacts their spending over the next two seasons when the free agent class is a lot better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't, I can't see them making a move for Westbrook. You know, I think it was today that uh, shout out to Nick's film school, uh, the account on Twitter, they Mm -hmm. tweeted out uh, what Woj was talking about. And he kind of scoffed at the idea that the Knicks would throw away cap flexibility in the future to try go for somebody in 2021 and 2022. So if you sign Westbrook, you know, Schwinney pointed it out, 40% of your cap space is gone. You can't really sign people. And at those times when Westbrook's contract is up, you know, we have to think about RJ Barrett. We're going to have to have, we're going to have to sign Mitch if he, if we want to keep him. 
it, there's going to be a lot of headaches to, to to deal with yeah if we got if we bring westbrook to the mecca you know yeah, I, I don't listen, even though uh, uh, OB Westbrook ticket would be box office. Don't get me wrong. I still want to listen to the For deal. Sure. I'm I'm leaning. No, though, I'm leaning. No, just because of all those reasons. And I don't think they're going to commit that much salary to go get him. So let's see what happens with Van Fleet. Is Lonzo an option now that uh, Kira Lewis is now there with the Pelicans? You have Eric Bledsoe, George Hill there with the Pelicans. Could Lonzo be on the block? Does LeVar make some noise for Lonzo? I think if Lonzo could be had on the cheap, that should be a, an, an avenue they should explore as well. For sure. I mean, that's one of the guys I wanted uh, when I was on here with when I was on here with you. And Lonzo, look, he can find the he can pass. He can rebound. He's a true like he's a good four general in that aspect where he's looking to get guys involved. His shooting has improved believe he uh, went up to 36 percent right so mm -hmm. he's working on a shot he can he can open up the floor a little bit if he came to the knicks and that we need playmakers too we need someone who can run the point and he could be a point guard that can help set up everybody that we need so i don't see why you wouldn't make him run for alonzo if he's on the block yeah i, I would make a play for him if, if they can get him on the cheap like i said new mm -hmm. orleans has a uh, a depth at the point guard spot right now um, if Lamar makes enough noise, they, I, I wouldn't see why they wouldn't put him up on the block. And he finished out the season fairly strong, you know, working on his jump shot, looking to augment that jump shot, but uh, started to improve from three-point land. And, you know, a floor general that could certainly push the pace for this team has to cut down on the turnovers, but I don't think that would be a bad tryout to bring Lonzo here and, and, and uh, you know, see what they can get out of him for the remainder of that deal. For sure. And it's all is what you said. It's the right price. We shouldn't be giving up the farm to go get them. Maybe give up, I don't know, a first round that's protected, like top 10, top, top 15 protected. Mm -hmm. I don't know that you, and you try to see if you can get Lonzo that way. You move somebody, maybe like a DSJ or move someone. I don't know. I think for Lonzo, they probably want a wing. So maybe Knox, another, another scenario where it would involve Knox and a deal going down there, or maybe it just involves just picks, you know, and maybe give him some cash to go with it. Who knows? Um, that's a, that's, it would be an interesting avenue to see how they would go after Lonzo. Yeah. Yeah. Options, man. Options. But I feel like tomorrow we're going to start uh, hearing some news. I, I feel like by tomorrow we'll start hearing some news. So with that being said, salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. They came back for more, Al. We got 2,000 strong in the chat right now. 2,200 in the chat right now. Let's get those likes up. Let's get those thumbs up button. Let's see 2,000 likes. There should be no reason why we can't get to 2,000 likes by the end of the night. We're already creeping to 300. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My guy, Alex Rotaros, in the guest spot. The, the, the JLS was burnt out from the draft, man. And JLS could, <laughs> could not make it tonight. So we had to put him on the disabled list for a little bit. But he should be back tomorrow for the free agency show. I'll be on back on with Ian Begley and company at 2 p.m. on SNY's YouTube channel, SNY TV YouTube channel. The chat came through and represented Knicks Fan TV heavily yesterday. So that was a good look. I was very proud of that. So tomorrow, Friday, 2 p.m., I'll be on at SNY. And then around 6 p.m., when free agency officially kicks off, we'll be back here and see what, what transpires. All right, so we talked Beasley. We talked Gordon Hayward. We talked uh, Ed Davis, Miles Powell. Uh, the cuts. Today was D-Day for a lot of the one-year guarantees, Al. And... Uh, 
you know, uh, first and foremost, our guy, whole team dot is gone. I was alerted this morning um, from from someone close to the situation out that Dotson was not going to be brought back. He made mm-hmm. it official on his uh, Twitter that he would not be brought back. So Dotson is gone. Uh, they've also uh, released Wayne Ellington. No worries there for me. They've also released uh, Taj. Taj got cut. But there is, according to Ian Begley, some interest in bringing Taj back. I'd always said that, you know, if, if Taj can come back uh, on, a, on a cheaper deal, that would be worth their while. But now with that Davis here, you know, he could be a, your veteran backup big. So maybe they go somewhere else. That, there's no telling. But I think they'll let Taj test the market, and we'll see where where uh, where all that goes. So Ellington gone, Dotson gone, uh, Taj gone, and uh, Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton's uh, option was rescinded as well. So those guys are all gone. Reggie Bullock picked up $4 million. I figured that that was going to be the case. So I think I think all of those transactions went the way I thought it was going to go today. What, what about you? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Bullock was kind of, you know, he's he's got he's making 4.5 mil. So that kind of – and he can, he's a shooter. Definitely uh, we need four spacing, as we know. That's just the tried and true topic of this team. Mm-hmm. So, and it's a cheap deal. You know, it doesn't put too much on the books with guys like uh, Peyton uh, Ellington. We're talking about 8 million. That's going to add more to the cap. If you, if you brought those guys back mm-hmm. also, they're not, they're just not in the plan for what uh, the team wanted to do moving forward. And for Taj, I feel like we could get Taj back. Maybe we move Ed Davis. I mean, Ed Davis didn't really do much out in Utah. He was averaging like 10 minutes a game. You know, he, he's, Truly a guy who's like last in the rotation on yeah, the bench. I'm not sure if that's center. where I want to go uh, yeah. as, as my reliable backup big. You know, like I said, we still got to figure out if we can trust Mitch in terms of, you know, him, you know, staying disciplined out there and mm-hmm. and him really being able to log, you know, 30 minutes a clip and, and, and you know, being able to rely on him. So I think they they need a, a, a legit backup. My guy Delano has always been talking about Nerlens Noel. Maybe that's an option. You know, something cheap uh, as a backup five. We know Serge is going, or a lot of people think that he's going to the Nets. Serge Ibaka. Al still there? Oh, no, I think I lost Al. Alan, Alex in the Matrix. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. I don't know what happened to Alex, man, but he's stuck in the Matrix. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the phones. Oh, Alex, you there right now? Yep, I just got back. Uh, I got yep. you, man. Yeah, you were stuck in the Matrix for a second, man. I was about oh, to go in man. there and grab you, bro. <laughs> I don't know if you took the red pill or the blue pill, man. I was wondering what happened, man. Oh, my God. I was wondering what Internet, happened. man. Yeah. Comcast out here, man. It's a... Uh... It's an issue. <laughs> yeah, nah, all good, man. Now, basically, I was just talking about some options at the backup five. Um, you have, you know, Surge, who people think are going to the Nets. You know, mm-hmm. maybe Derek Favors. Uh, maybe he's out of their price range. I'm not sure if they would want to get him for the the mid-level. How about Harry Giles? An- another project, reclamation project that could shake free out, out of the Kings. Maybe Harry Giles is someone that the Knicks may want to take a look at. What's your thoughts Harry- on the bigs? Harry Giles would be interesting. I know for him, it's just that whole development, you know, coming along. He started, he shows flashes when he's starting to get it and understand the game. And offensively, right, is 
what he's he's known for. Mm. It's just can he put the whole package together? So I'd I'd be willing to take a waiver on Harry Giles and see what he can do. Uh, shout out to my guy Chip Murphy, uh, another contributor for Hoops Habit. He he's been uh, he loves Harry Giles, and I know he wants him on the team. So I'd definitely throw a waiver at him. I'd also think about Willie Colley Stein too. Mm. Um, I think he'd be a solid backup, you know, behind Mitch. He, he started. He was starting out in Golden State. He's good, you know. Uh, rim runner, shop walker. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really do much else, but I don't think you need much else for a guy who you want as a backup. I don't. For him, it's does he still does he still trying to become a starting center? I think he's more of a backup at this point, unless he diversifies his uh his offensive game. Yeah. But I'd be willing to try to bring in a uh, Willie Cauley Stein as well. Yeah, Cauley Stein, Harry Giles it wouldn't be bad. Uh, from a backup big perspective, uh, Harry Giles, you know, lost his athleticism a little bit uh, with, with um, those knee injuries, but still has some passing mm-hmm. ability there. I talked to Brandon Williams, the former assistant GM of the Kings a while back, and he had a lot to say about Harry Giles as a person as well. High character kid. So um, could be an option, could, could certainly be an option. So let's see what happens there. Well, let's hear from the phones. Let's hear from the people, man. Let's go to... Um, Westchester, Connor's up first. Connor, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, CP? Can you hear me? Loud, loud and clear, bro. What's your point tonight? Awesome, bro. Uh, first of all, I just want to say the show's great. Uh, you've been killing it this week. Anyway, so my point, um, listen, we need a point guard, and I'm looking at Charlotte right now. They just drafted LaMelo, mm-hmm. um, and they've got Scary Terry's over there, who, mm-hmm. if you remember – was an almost a Nick last Randall. year. And they got Devontae Graham over there, who's a killer. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, if maybe we could put a package together to maybe get them, uh, land Julius there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that could be the deal. You know, that that could be a deal as well. It's Terry, not not Graham. I don't think there's any chance you're getting Devontae Graham. Uh, you know, no matter how, you know, bad Jordan is at, at running a team. But <laughs> Scary Terry could certainly be there. You know, uh, that was confirmed a couple of times this, this past offseason, this past season, that uh, that Randall for Terry swap was being was being discussed. So that could that could certainly be an option. You know, Terry, a threat from downtown. You know, he's a Tibbs guy, scrappy defender as well. Uh, how much how much co- uh, years does he have in his contract? Let's take a look. Terry Rozier. I think he's got two more years, right? Let's take a look. Terry Rozier contract. Could be. Could be a stopgap option. Let's take a look. Sports Track says... So, to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. That's not what Sports Track says. That's that's just me. Um, (laughs) He's got two more years. Two more years for Terry Rozier. Two more years for Terry Rozier. 18 and 17. 26 years old. What do you guys think in the chat? What do you guys think in the chat? Would you go Terry Rozier for Randall in a swap Mm. at the point guard position? Stop gap. That's tempting. That's tempting. (laughs) It's tempting. I'm not really a big fan of Terry Rozier. I think he's a little bit of a, I think he's a little bit of a Chuck. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Not high on my list, but tempting nonetheless. Yeah, it it depends on how much you want to get rid of Randall. Um, But Terry Rozier, like, it's interesting. It doesn't really make me want to jump at it be like, oh, yeah, I'll totally take Terry Rozier 
over Julius Randle. I'd rather try Julius Randle on the bench right. uh, first before I <laughs> take Terry Rozier. Um, yeah, I, 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 I would, I, I'm in the middle. It depends. Yeah. Uh, it depends on the deal. I'm seeing, I'm seeing resounding no's in the chat. Resounding no's. <laughs> a couple yeses, a couple maybes. Resounding no's, yeah. I, I, it wouldn't be high on my list, but I, I don't think it'd be the worst thing either, though. You know, I don't no. think it'd be the worst thing. Uh, but we're not getting Graham. We we definitely not getting Graham. Not at all. So some somebody in the chat said no English and Spanish. So. <laughs> 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 Let's go, man! I love the chat, man! I love the chat. Oh man! Chat, chat is talking spicy tonight. Let's get back to it, Ron. Cleveland in the building, Ron. What's going on, man? Man, 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 man. CP, what's going on with you, man? Good, man. How you feeling, man? Hey. How you feeling, Ron? Man, like I told Dave, man, hey, I slept good last night. You know <laughs> what I mean? I, I wasn't trying to pull out my hair or nothing. Hey, that, that pick to get topping, man, I'm telling you what, we look back on this draft three years from now, Matter of fact, not even three years from now. By the middle of the next season, man, people gonna be like, the Knicks, the Knicks stole this, this pick, man. He's gonna, he's gonna be the steal of the draft, and I think he's gonna be the best player out of this draft, to tell you the truth. But my thing, man, I'm thinking about this point guard situation. But, but before I get to the point guard situation, mm-hmm. I love the idea of getting Gordon Hayward and able to too much. Mm. I mean, 17 points a game and 17 points a game, and the dude's a veteran. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he can help teach teach some young guys how, how to play the game. And I'm going to tell you this. I think with him leaving Boston, I think it had more to do with, with the team. If you think about it, Gordon Hill would never really fit with that team. You know what I mean? Them guys yeah. were looking at him side-eyed. You know what I mean? More like he's the coach's pet, like the teacher's pet. Because, hey, Brad Stevens was his guy. relationship he had with Brad, with Brad from college. So that, that was always a bad dynamic dynamic I felt for him. But point guard, man, if we can get Lonzo Ball, man, it's a wrap. I, I just I just can picture Lonzo throwing them lobs to Toppin' and Mitch running that break. And the thing about Lonzo, Lonzo is a pure point guard. And what I mean by that, his, his everything to his game is about trying to make people better, putting people in positions to succeed. And, and he's going to pass that ball on the dime. And not only that, the kid played defense too. So hey, we can get Lonzo as cheaper. We yeah. can package Randall. We can. I don't care if we send Randall down there, but Randall got to be gone. That got to be priority number one. We got to get him out of here tomorrow. <laughs> first thing soon. Hey, get him up out of New York. But hey, it's a new day in New York, man. And that quickly kid too. Hey, I'm loving that pick as well. Yes, yeah, sure. So hey, Nick's family, man. Hey, it's a new day in town, man. Topping, topping is our Mari, man. And I think he's gonna do real good for us. Let's let's get it, Ron. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate the call, Ron. So Ron's in on the Hayward talk, and and uh, and and says Lonzo, potentially Lonzo. All right. I mean, listen, I don't, you know, none of what unless it's Van Fleet, right? Whether you're talking about Lonzo, you're talking about Rozier or DJ Augustine, whatever the case is, this is one two year project. That's it, mm-hmm. right? This is not your long term option. Again, unless you're talking about getting Van Fleet in here. So any of these guys you're talking about is just somebody that's that can run the point. Right now we have nothing, you know, and, and you got OB here um, who's a pick-and-roll finisher. We need the point guard. 
to get him the ball, not just get him the ball, but be a threat himself. We need a point guard that's going to be a dual threat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And look, I think with Lonzo, the question is like, if we got him here, right, are we going to extend him? And mm, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So, and that's, that's, that's where the bigger question is, is what is it going to cost to get him? We know that they have three point guards. They probably would rather keep, they're going to definitely keep Kyra because they drafted him and they want him. Um, and he's on, he's on a cheaper deal mm-hmm. and you got him for four, you're going to have him for three, four years. Uh, Bledsoe, that's not your long-term solution. Mm-hmm. You, you got him because you got, you got a lot of draft capital in return. So Lonzo is probably the odd man out. Yeah. And knowing that you could probably try and swing a, a cheaper deal for him because, you know, it's just simple additions. Like, look, you got this, unless you're going to trade Kyra, mm-hmm. that's a different story. So agreed. I just don't know what they want. I don't know what they think they can get uh, for Lonzo. And I don't know what they would want for Lonzo. So yeah. that's the, that's a big question. I would do like, I think for Alonzo, it's a, another top, like I said, top protected pick and they probably want Knox. They, they're going to want a young guy in return too. Yeah. Uh, that's so. true. That's true. Be interesting, man. But again, uh, another option. Somebody in the chat said some of these options remind him of the Duhan years. I said, Oh shit. <laughs> Shout out Chris Duhan, man. Chris Duhan had a 20 dime game for us, man. Y'all sleep. Don't sleep on Chris Duhan, man. He was steady. 2,500 in the chat, Al. Let's go. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Make sure you guys are subscribing to the channel. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My guy, Alex Rotaros of Hoops Habit. Checking in on the guest spot. Let's go. Night after the draft. What are you guys feeling, man? I tell you, one person I did not hear from on draft night was Jay from Florida. Who wanted Obi Toppin, Alex. He had finally jumped off the Halliburton. Finally made his pick. And it was Obi Toppin. Jay, how you feeling today, man? Yeah. I'm feeling good, man. I, you know, I feel good. You know, we, me and CP, we called with the Patrick Williams thing with the Obi pick. Yeah. I'm feeling good, man. You know, I felt like we made the right pick. No games being played. No projects. You, you see how Halliburton fell almost out the, the lottery. Right, he almost fell to like eighteen. Went <laughs> to the Kings. Everybody was lying. Oh, people with NBA people love Halliburton. Halliburton, oh, the truth. No, they picked them damn near twenty. Right, <laughs> so that was awesome seeing that. But I want to talk about Beasley, man. Like people, you know, you got a lot of people on Twitter talking about. Oh, we need Westbrook. We don't need Westbrook. We need to get Beasley. Whatever you got to do, go get Beasley. He's twenty-three. Light it up from three. RJ and Beasley are your wings for mm-hmm. ten the next ten years. We need Beasley. I think quickly's gonna come and ball out, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. that three point shot is gonna translate to the NBA. Mm-hmm. We need young players. We don't need Van Fleet. We don't need to spend any money this year. Let's get some young veterans. Let's get some older cats I like to teach. Uh kid Gilchrist. Get uh Ed Davis is cool. Get somebody that, that could kinda nurture the kids, man. We need to to really invest in getting Beasley. And we don't need Lonzo. We need uh Walker, shy cousin, right? We need Walker from from New Orleans. Let's go oh, ahead and put the team together, young, good shooters, and then come back 2021. I told you the last time, the draft is in six months. If we focus, develop our kids, get Beasley, get Lonzo Walker, you know, get a nice young big, come back right 21, we good, we on. Knicks fans got to be patient. Chill with the Westbrook and the Hayward. We don't need none of that. Let's get some, some cheap vets. Let's get some good young players and run it up 21. I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jay from Florida putting the stamp on it, Al. Hey, yes, he was. I'm with it, man. You and he made sure that to get his uh Tyrese Halliburton made sure to to chronicle how far he went. Yeah. <laughs> he feels vindicated. He feel, he feels vindicated. He feels vindicated all this time that the anti Halliburton came through. Oh man, and, and Halliburton dropped out. You know, Halliburton was the odd man out. Um. I heard on your OB topic, uh, you weren't on the show for Quickly. What do you think about the Quickly pickup? I like Quickly. I, I really do like him. Shooter, shot, what was it? Pretty sure he was shot 40. Over was 40 42? from three. Yeah, it was 42%. Yeah. It was like 42, 43% from three. That. Mm-hmm. 42% from three. And then I read something else that he shot like 59% on the road from three in like 10 games. Wow. So That's impressive. So you got a gamer on your hands as well. Um you know, I and th- go ahead. And he's got a good free throw percentage too. 90, 92.3% uh, from the excellent, free throw line. Excellent from and the he gets, Very refreshing he, when you're talking about the Knicks. And he gets there quite a bit. Five attempts per game. I'll I'll take that. Yeah. I'll definitely take that. I'll take it. How about how about a six eight wingspan? You know, so yeah. this this is a guy who has a defensive acumen, could get in the passing lanes and be a disruptor. And let's go. You know, Kentucky's riding a hot streak right now when it comes to the draft. Maybe not Kevin Knox, but certainly uh, Manuel Quickly's best friend, Tyler Hero. You know, the darling mm. on the draft last year. Let's go. I know a lot of people, you know, I, I have I was intrigued about getting Bain or, or Tyrell Terry, but I, I can't, you know, knock the Quickly pick just because of the Kentucky connection. I think this is a kid that can come in and help and helps us address a couple of needs, which is um, three-point shooting and and defense and free-throw shooting. So let's go. Let's see what the kid can do, man. For sure. I mean, just because, I mean, look, we got Kenny Payne. Yes, we know there's a Kentucky connection. And honestly, if we're getting guys from Kentucky, that's not a bad thing. Most of the Kentucky guys are NBA-ready, right? Like Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis, you're talking about Tyler Hero, we got Darren Fox. The list goes on and on and on. So if we got a Kentucky connection, by all means, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. What you guys think in the chat about the quickly pick at 25? Was it too high for you, too low? Let us know in the chat. Leave us a comment, and uh, we'll, we'll read a couple. So to everybody in the chat, once again, man, 2,500 strong. We had about, uh, I think we topped out about 3,000 last night, so. We're getting some leftovers in here, man. These people did not sleep last night, Alex. These are these are animals in the chat, man. These are animals, man. Now that's beautiful, up, man. man. Yeah, definitely, definitely appreciate all the support. Um, let's go to Brick City, man. Brian, what's going on? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. What's going on? All right, so uh, just saying, I'm all time caller. Probably been here for like two plus seasons. But uh, one thing I really want to talk about is. Uh, a lot of people already thought about Alonzo Ball, but uh, I mean, he's a good trade asset because when you look at it, the Pelicans have five point guards in the roster right now. They're going to have to get rid of one of them, and I don't think the trade for Alonzo Ball is that steep as people make it out, mainly because they're going to, he's coming up for an extension in a couple, well, I think it's next season. And the thing is, I don't think the Pelicans, first, they don't have a lot of cats to sign him, re sign him, even though they have his bird rights. But I don't think the Pelicans are that sold on him if we keep being trade rumors at the bottom. But besides Lonzo, I think the other player I want to talk about that I haven't heard a lot is Joe Harris. That man is a street. His yeah. shot is wet, and I think he'll be perfect on the Knicks, especially with a team that needs spacing in a wing depth. I think Joe Harris would be perfect, and I don't think the price on him is too steep either. 
Yeah, appreciate the call, man. Harris would be perfect, but from what I'm hearing from Begley and from other sources close to the Nets, everybody expects him to go back. So, uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of off the Joe Harris uh, bandwagon because everybody's saying he's going to go back. But to your point, he'd be perfect. That, that was my number one target, but doesn't seem like a likely scenario. Um, again, Al, with, with Lonzo, I'm wondering how does LeVar feel that they got Kyra Lewis. Clearly, they're, they're going to position him, him, him as the future. How soon would they throw him out there is yet to be seen. Is, is Lonzo going to be a stopgap there? Do they raise enough hell to try to get him up out of here and maybe bring him here? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that'll be interesting, right? I mean, was it last year? Uh, pretty sure LeVar wasn't too happy with Lonzo going to New Orleans. So maybe he'll try to stir something up. We know he said uh, for Lamella that he wanted either Detroit or New York. So I think New York is still a destination to get one of his boys there. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Let's see how it goes, man. Appreciate the call. Brian from Newark. All right. Let's go to um, the Poconos. Josh, what's going on? What's going on, man? How are you? Good, man. Good, good man. What do you guys what, think about Aaron points? Baines as a backup center? Ooh. Yeah, how yeah, how much uh Baines would be a good good option. Baines would definitely be a good option. I'm I'm wondering how much he would command on the open market and uh whether they would pay it. Let's take a look at Baines's option. What what do you like about Baines, uh Josh? He can stretch the floor, man, and he's yeah. tough. Yeah. Show Mitch that toughness. Yeah. Yeah, de- definitely, man. I appreciate the call. Uh yeah, Baines is a tough guy, man. Is he from Australia? He is from Australia. Yeah. Yeah, man, them all seas are tough, man. Them rugby players, bro. Um, <laughs> Aaron Baines. Let's look up. Let's look up his his uh, his contract. So he's making ten. He's making five over the last few years. Ten year deal, mm-hmm. five. So, wow, what could he get on the open market? I mean, Taj got ten last year. So I would I would say, you know, that's. Could be a range for Aaron Baines, but hey, that wouldn't be a bad pickup at all. Tough, gritty, can space it, smart player. That would be, that would be ideal. I I trust Aaron Baines in that backup spot than Ed Davis. For sure, I would definitely take Aaron Baines. And yeah. look, when if you're looking at his stats, he started to increase his range from from three. Started taking a four three pointers a game, average thirty five percent. That's solid for a five. Yeah. I'd take that. Averaging 11 points a game. You're going to get a tough guy, play solid defense, will be kind of a, a good second second team like defensive anchor. Uh, mm-hmm. I think with I think with Arizona, I don't know if they want to – they just took Jalen Smith too. So this is this is where it's all interesting. They got Jalen Smith, DeAndre Ayton. You got Baines. It's a lot of bigs. You can't, yeah. you can't have all those guys. You don't need all those guys. So – Baines would be someone I would definitely take on the next. Def- He'd be definitely. awesome right behind Mitch. Yeah, awesome behind Mitch. Yeah, I would say Baines favors. Those are those are two guys I think he could rely on. Giles still more of a project, but mm-hmm. you know if you're going like a Giles Davis Mitch front court, you know spread your fouls around. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, but yeah, I think Baines, Baines would be a nice target. Baines would Baines would definitely be a nice target. Um, Alex, in terms of the draft, somebody in the chat mentioned why did they trade a Turu. Overall, were you surprised? I was a bit surprised that they didn't use that 33rd pick on, on something. 
you know, I thought wing defense they could have used. I thought there were some options there that they left on the table. I was kind of surprised. What about you? Yeah, I was surprised too. I think it, I don't think the draft fell at that point where they wanted because you still had Malachi Flynn, Tyrell Terry, you had, and you had Aaron Bain who were going close to that range. So I think they were hoping to get one of those guys. And as soon as they didn't, as soon as they saw that they didn't get someone that they wanted, I think that's where they were like, you know, let's just trade this pick and yeah. get something in the future. So I, you know, I would like to see, I, I would have liked to have seen them get a wing and add depth there, but you know, maybe they're planning for uh well, we got the Pistons pick right from the 2023. 2023. So. Yeah. 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 I can't say surprise, I guess more so disappointing because I felt like, like I said, we, we don't have any wing defense right now. They should have just picked a kid. But at the same time, when you factor in, um, they have so many of these young guys on the roster that you don't know who's going where or who's going to be on the team. And then all mm-hmm. of the assets that they have in the future, I think it was realistic to think that they were going to try to cut it down a little bit and kind of just focus on RJ, OB, Mitch. You know, I don't know if they're going to bring in any more undrafted free agents. They only have four slots, four roster spots open at the moment uh, and $39 million in salary cap. So going to be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. So it, it makes sense if they don't think they had the roster spot for another young guy. You can't have too much. You can't have too much of a young team. It'll just be a lot of misguided players yeah. for for the most part trying to figure out how to win. You need some veterans who know the game, who know the work ethic, who know how to grind in day in and day out. So you can't have too many young guys. You need that solid balance between veterans and young guys. And that's Very probably true. what they were also thinking as well. So I agree with you on that. True story, man. True story. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Hit that like button. Support your favorite content creators. Number one show for the fans by the fans. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My guy Alex Rotaros on the guest spot. For those of you that are new, first off, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, remember, these shows are available in audio podcast format. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher. Any podcast platform, you can find Knicks Fan TV. So remember that. You don't have to miss these shows on video. You could always catch it on audio. And, and uh, yeah, you could always do that as well, man. Al, which, which, uh, what, what platforms is your podcast on? Just let, let the people it's on, know. It's on all platforms. So you can go to Apple, Stitcher. You can go to Overcast. You can go to Spotify. You can find my podcast on all platforms. All right, cool, cool. I will take him a couple more calls and rap. Uh, last night was a long night, so uh, but so so much news going on, news and rumors going on right now that we had to come in and talk. And with twenty five people in the chat, that people are hungry for news and rumors. Al, all right, for sure, for sure, man. All right, let's go uptown Harlem world. P, what's going on, man? Hey, what's good with you, fam? How you doing, man? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, loud and clear. Go ahead. I'm good. First time, long time. Um. Yo, so this is where I'm at. And I want people to not be reactionary to what I'm about to say. But you know, we're doing some real nickish, old-style nickish crap right now with the Westbrook and get these mediocre non-winners. You know what I mean? And let's just jump out the window for XYZ dude who ain't never going to do nothing, right? We're just going to do the same we did, the mellow, the blah, blah, blah. We, we don't need that no more. There's a new in the room, we need to start going for real franchise plays, right? We accumulate 
we accumulate the uh, assets, right? We we want that to do something, right? We want to get a franchise player, right? So let's look around the market realistically. Who's a franchise player trapped in an organization that is going to take a lot of assets to get, like you would pay for Anthony Davis, a top 10 player, right? Bradley Beal over there stuck in Washington. We got 100 draft picks. You know what I'm saying? We get two first-round draft the Dallas draft picks, two of those 23 second-round draft picks, the Knox, um, Iggy, trade Randall to the Kings for Buddy Hill so they can get the, the, the cap relief because that contract is ridiculous. They replace that replaces Beal in Washington. They get beat, they get Hill, they get Knox, they get Iggy, they get four draft picks. That's the type of deal you got to make for a franchise player. Bradley Beal is a winner, a two-way player. And once you make that move, you go ahead and give Fred Van Vliet the bag. And your backcourt is Van Vliet and Beal. Your frontcourt is the young future. That's how you build that thing right there. You want to make real moves? That's a real move. Westbrook ain't a move. Malik Beasley is going to spend more time going to court than he's going to be playing on one. So, I mean, really, let's keep it a buck. If we want to really win, you need winning players. And there's That's no true. more of a professional, well-rounded, great superstar Hall of Fame, still 27 in his prime player like Bradley Bill. So all I'm trying to say is give Fred Van Vliet that bag, Mr. Rose, go ahead and put that pressure on Washington, and let's really make it pop. They get that draft picks and the players to keep them afloat and to rebuild that destitute franchise. They've been worse than us, and they still be beating us. I don't know how, but whatever. If we're going to make a move, let's make a real move. Let's hey. not do these old-style Nick yeah. moves, Westbrook. He ain't going to do nothing. He's 30-plus. These dudes are yeah. 30 plus. What are we going to do with these old heads that ain't never won? They never do. Can you imagine Russell Westbrook losing to Kevin Durant every year in New York? Oh, oh it's going to be OD emotional. It's going to be OD emotional, man. That's really what I want to say. I know there's going to be a lot of reactionary responses, probably or maybe not, in the chat. I hope y'all guys can take a second, breathe in, and try to really understand what I'm trying to say. Thank Appreciate you. it, Pete. Appreciate it. Hey, peace say go hard or go home, man. Listen, of course I would love Bradley Beal, man. He's one of the best players in the NBA and one of the most highly disrespected players in the NBA. Um, GM of the Wizards says they have no no uh, uh, motivation to trade Bradley Beal. So, of course you want him. The question is, is that an option on your list? It doesn't seem that way. I don't think it's going to be really tough to get Bradley Beal. I mean, let's look at some of the trades that we just saw go down like yeah. we had who, who, who drew holiday got five yeah, drew holiday drew drew, drew holiday, holiday got, got, got in a hall yeah yeah if he if drew holiday's getting you fives what is like people are talking about trading james harden from the rockets like what is james harden going to command what would bradley beal command yeah we, i don't think we have it we'd be forfeiting uh draft picks for the next god knows six seven years just to bring back bradley beal Hill <sighs> i just over here that's you no know, um a move like that is just going to cost you so much future pieces. What do you have to build with? Even if you get Van Fleet, what do you what are you building that with by the time you empty out everything to go get Bradley Beal? If he was available, he's not even available, right? So we're just kind of just right. talking, uh, you know, fantasy scenario here. But obviously that would be the guy or a guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's more of like a you're almost there. Like you're in a Buck situation. You're in a Miami Heat situation. You know that you're just close. You just need that one last guy to push over the top. And you don't care if you forfeit a lot of your future assets because you're in this win-now mode. Mm -hmm. Knicks are nowhere close to winning now. No. And uh, if 
you know, as entertaining as that would be. I would love to see that on the court every single night, uh, but we're not even close to doing that. Of course. So. Of course. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. All right, let's go to... Um, let's go to... Ari's in the building. Uh, Ari, what's going on? Yo, be- before, before I get to Ari's point, Al, yo, Ari sent me a DM, said that he crossed you up, man, back in the days when you guys used to hoop, man. Is this true? I wouldn't be surprised... But uh, he also should be honest that he knows I can uh, light it up in the gym. <laughs> yeah, Ari, Ari's been telling you, man, that, that he put the work on you in the in the at the LA Fitness, man, uh, on the basketball court. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I see. I oh, see Ari, man. man. Go ahead, go ahead, Ari. What's going on, bro? Nah, no, nah, nothing, man. Um, yo, yesterday when I was on the phone, and um, you know, you heard me say "shut up." I didn't know I was on the line, and what happened <laughs> was my friend. We we were watching the draft on YouTube TV, and my friend was keeping on going on like shams, breaking the pick before I get to watch it. So I told him to stop blowing up the spot. That's why I took it up. But um, I did. Uh, I listen, man. I, the more I'm thinking about it, I think we had a great night last night. I, you know, I'm happy with the picks. You know, you addressed shooting and you addressed, you know, a front court score. We need scoring. We need talent. And you know, I'm I'm happy with the picks, man. You know, but I'm still wondering why Julius Randle's still on this team, man. Like, why is this dude still on this team? Like, you would think he'd be the first guy gone. Like, they're not gonna actually, they're not gonna actually have him on the team, right? They have to trade him. And right. I, and I, like, I would love Randle for Conley. I know, I know you broke that CP, but like, is that like a legit thing? Like, what's the deal with that? I don't, I don't know now because. I don't know now because they went out and got Ed Davis in the uh, salary dump. You know, Utah was trying to shed some money there, and it, and they ended up trading Ed Davis. I don't know if the Conley deal is still on the table. I haven't heard anything on that recently. Again, I do know that the motivation is to trade Julius Randle. I told you guys that from the lottery that Obi could fall to them, and they want to trade Randle, and here we are. We got one out of two. I don't know. I don't know if if, if Randall's gonna stick around. I would think that they're still gonna trade him because he wouldn't want to come off the bench. I don't know if they start Obi on the bench and and go with Randall to see if they could get a trade package going uh, by the by the deadline. But listen, there's two parties in a trade. You, you got to want somebody that has, that wants Randall. So we got to see what happens. It's a lot of time left. Yeah, I mean, listen, I. I... We don't need. Listen, I wouldn't. I'm like I'm with everybody else. I wouldn't sign Van Vliet. I wouldn't obviously know what I think about Russell Westbrook. You know, I think the goal should just be getting upgrading a point guard. We don't need like an amazing point guard. We just need an upgraded point guard, and we just need to build. Like we don't need to make. Like we just need to build, right? I don't. We don't need a quick fix, right? We don't need the best player to come in. We just need a competent point guard who's run of the mill point guard, who's better than Dennis Smith Jr. and Frank, and. Just show promise, show like we're improving, show like we're building a culture, so we're not a laughing stock when the free agency comes. So I just, as long as we trade Randall and as long as we get a point guard, you know, I'm good. And and so, but I think we had a good night. And um, yeah. you know, even though Serge didn't concede, I think we all know who won that. So next time you call, if you want to set something up, you just let me know. All right? all right, all right, no doubt. I think Ari missed it, and and you missed it out. But Sergio came back. Sergio made his return. I think he was the last call of draft night last night, 
And uh, he didn't he didn't all the way come out and concede, but he was disappointed mm. that uh, you know he saw the writing on the wall that this could be the end of the Julius Randle era with the Knicks. So Sergio, the number one Julius Randle fan, uh, was was uh, he was a little bit sad, he was a little bit contrite, but he he came back. <laughs> we we didn't know where Sergio went. You know Sergio fell off. That battle of the fans took a toll on him. You know Sergio Sergio and Ari went to went to war, man, but. Sergio finally came back last night. It was good to hear from him. It was great. I mean, uh, I want to hear that DJ play that uh, <laughs> or DJ spin that. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. That, that That's classic, man. Yeah, Maybe man. we need a – we'll wait. We got a new season coming up. Yeah. We'll see oh, who oh, Serge yeah, uh, falls day, in love with. We're just, we just getting started. We'll get another battle of the fans. Yeah. We're we, we just getting started, man. Don't so salute to Sergio. Salute to Sergio, man. Don't DJ spin that. Don't DJ spin that. All right, we heard from Ari. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's go with... We're going to take two more calls before we wrap. Remember, I'll be on with Ian Begley on SNY Free Agency Special, 2 p.m. Eastern Time. So everybody in the chat, make sure you go to SNY TV's YouTube channel tomorrow, Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. I'll be on with uh, Ian Begley, Jonathan Wasserman of Bleacher Report, and I think there's one more panelist that's going to be on there tomorrow as well. So looking forward to it. All right, let's go to Steve from D.C. Steve, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, my man? How's how's everything, bro? It's good, man. I'm I'm uh, for the first time in a while. I'm I'm a little happy about the Knicks direction right now, man. Okay, okay. What you what you think about the uh, what what you think about the draft? I think we did pretty well. Um, I know we needed a guard, but I think, you know, Obi falling at eight was pretty good for us. I think he's going to, you know, give us instant offense. You know, we, we waived a lot of players today, but what I wanted to talk about was, and, you know, we don't really have a good point guard right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, what if we trade Julius Randle to Charlotte for Terry Rozier? Just to get an upgrade at point guard. For, he has two years left on his contract. He's pretty confident. We saw what he did in the playoffs with Boston. He had a good year last year with Charlotte, 18 points, four rebounds, four assists. And they don't really have a, a good big man. I think Julius Randle is really good for, you know, LaMelo and Graham. So I'm thinking, you know, that would be an upgrade. We don't need anything super special, but, you yeah. know, we got a good call with Barrett, Obi Toppin, and Mitchell Robinson. and We just got to keep developing those guys. Yeah. Okay. Pretty appreciate the call, Steve. So Steve's putting his hat. Steve's down in uh in DC. He's putting his hat in the in the Rosier ring. Um, uh, we'll see, man. Not not terrible, Al. It's not not terrible. It's not terrible. I'm actually surprised how many people are in on Rosier. This is this is actually impressive. Yeah. Because yeah, last season everyone was just mocking the 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 contract, and now mm-hmm. everyone's now we got people saying we should bring Rosier. And I know it's a I know it's two years left, but. I don't know if I want to chuck if in uh, in New York, man. Yeah, because he he likes to dominate the ball too. He wants yeah. to get his points up. I I so that's I, it's I a concern. Agree. I agree. Well, right now the options are looking <laughs> looking kind of <laughs> bleak in terms of what we have right now. So again, we'll see. We'll yeah. see we'll see where they go, man. We'll see where they go. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. So we can shout you guys out. 2489 and counting. We're up at 908 likes. Let's get to 1,000 likes tonight. 
Uh, maybe we'll do a hat giveaway if we get to 1,000 likes. So hit that thumbs up button. We're only going to be rocking for a couple more minutes. Let's get to 1,000 likes for uh, Next Fan TV. Salute to everybody watching on Facebook as well. Can't forget my people on Facebook. And let's keep it going. All right, let's go to Alabama. Manny, what's going on? Manny from Alabama. What up, man? What's happening, CP? What up, Alex? Yo, what's going, what's going on, on, man? How's it going? Oh, man. Let me tell you, my first call was uh, a few weeks back, and Alex was on the show, and CP's on the – obviously, you're on the show, but I feel <laughs> lucky. I'm going to play the lottery tomorrow, man. I'm telling you. And I was the closer, too. So, all that being said, um, I- I'm on a complete high from the draft yesterday. Uh, our front office really showed their worth. You know, they showed that they're shrewd and prudent, uh, we turned a 27 and a 30 into a 25 and a 33. That's outstanding, mm-hmm. you know. And I love the type of players that we got. Um, Obi, as your first pick, is a potential all-star to me, you know. Mm-hmm. And wait till he mm-hmm. starts showing his shot. I think most people haven't even seen him shoot his three. So when they start seeing his outside game, you know, I mm-hmm. think it's going to be outstanding. Uh, and Emmanuel, quick, and before I move on, Emmanuel quickly. Um, his humbleness was outstanding, you know. Mm-hmm. That shows he's going to grow, you know. And I know there was a lot of tear jerk, uh, uh, tear jerk mo- uh, moments, but you know, uh, but I-, I thought it was outstanding, you know, his his humility. Um, the other thing is, uh, as far as Emmanuel quickly, his competitiveness is outstanding. Kind of reminds me a little yeah. of John Stark. So I want some fire, man. Like that. Yeah, you know, obviously does not have the same explosiveness. Yeah, <laughs> that's obvious. Uh, but his on-ball defense is outstanding. You know, his shot-making is a given, you know. Um, and, you know, if he put a little, you know, uh, stop-and-go action in his dribble, I think that's going to make a huge difference. Uh, but I was really, really impressed with our front office. And as far as free agency, we got to be a little patient. This Terry Rozier talk is uh, too much for me. No, just as, an idea. Know, two just, years just left, like Alex was saying. Uh, maybe a one-year, you know, you have a stopgap, which mm-hmm. is fine. But I think we got to be patient on that point guard position. And any point guard we do get in free agency is going to be, uh, you know, a stopgap, as, as I mentioned. Yeah. But okay. I think our point guard is going to come probably next year. But I think we got enough playmakers to make this work. But All right. way to go, Knicks. And just wanted to get your feedback on my comments. That's it. Appreciate the call, man. Checking in from Alabama. I mean, listen, um, <clears throat> again, there, there was a, a, a section of the fan base that – you know, felt it was too, it's a little too chummy, yeah? You know what I mean? All the CAA and, and all that going on, it's it's very frat housey going on. They're building a little annex, a little pop-up shop at MSG, if you will. I could see that, but I got to see how the product plays out on the court. That's always been my take. I got to see what the what the product looks like on the court. Um, I'm typically optimistic, more optimistic than most on draft day because, like I said, I just got to see how it comes together. And I got to see how it comes together. I have faith in a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys uh, lose it very fast. <laughs> From Jordan Hill to Michael Sweetney on down. And then yep. some guys come through. So, you know, there was some drafts. I wanted McCall Bridges over Knox. That mm-hmm. pick is starting to you know ring true. But I'm still going. I'm still having faith with Kev. We'll see what happens if he's still here. So I'll just take it one day at a time. Yeah, I think that's all you can do is take it one day at a time. Although I will say for the people who, you know, are a little hesitant about the OB pick. Mm-hmm. I know that it's a CAA uh, affiliate. And we got a Kentucky affiliate. I mean, Obi was 
top five prospect in this draft and what's supposed to be a, uh, a lackluster draft is what mm-hmm. analysts were calling it. Right. So if he dropped to eight and he's there, you, you got to take him if they have him in the top five, right. At this point, at that point, you know, we need talent. We, we, we're not a team that can start really building like, and trying to figure out fits. We don't really have a fit yet. So let's take the talent and see what the talent can do. Take the talent and see what the talent can do. Speaking of talent, the chat is in here, rabid, rambunctious, and we've just gotten, we broke 1,000 likes in the chat. We're at 2475. All right, so here's what we're going to do. All right, so Knicks Fan TV Dave is putting the form in the chat. The sign-up form is going through in the chat. This is the hat I'm going to give away. Brand new with the tags. No Fulton Street knockoff, Al. This is not a Canal Street, uh, you know, <laughs> flatback. But this is a fitted hat, um, and it's a size seven and a half. So, hmm. for the seven and a half fitteds, if if this is what you want, it's got the metallic three um, D Knicks logo. This is crispy, man. This is this is for the fan love, Al. You know what I mean? This is what we're doing. Oh, now. that's fire. Yeah, this is this is fire, man. This is a NBA official encore collection, new era, fitted. Seven and a half. If you want it, we're going to give it away in five minutes. Sign up for the form that's going through in the chat. Knicks Fan TV, Dave, and TM are pasting it in the chat. Make sure you give it a try. There's always a winner, Al. Everybody leaves a winner. You know what I mean? You're going to be entertained. You're going to be informed. Or you might win something. You know what I'm saying? That That's just what we do. On, on There you uh, go. Knicks Fan TV. You know. For the fans, by the fans. All right, so we'll take a couple more calls while we wait for the list to get populated. Dave, also send me the uh, the spreadsheet so I could see the forms coming in and we can start populating the entry form. So while we wait for that, I'm going to go into overtime for the calls. I was a little tired earlier, now, but I got, some, I got some energy now. I'm ready to roll. All right. Yeah, man. Let's go to uh, Kurt in Atlanta. ATL, what's going on? CB Alex, what's going on, my brother? What's going on, man? What's going hey, on? Listen, man, I told you the last time that I called that we need some dogs <laughs> on the team. All right? Now, I'm telling you, we're getting our dogs. I've, I've seen it rounding out now. We're getting our dogs. <laughs> Listen, we need a point guard. I know that we need a point guard. And guess what? We're going to get our point guard. You know why? Because the first time in a long time, I've never had so much confidence in my front office, the Knicks front office. So I know for sure we're going to get our point guard, point blank, period. The next thing is that what a boss move by the front office last night. Boss move. <laughs> they flip the, 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 the 27 and the 38, get a 23. Then flip back that 23, get a 25 <laughs> on a 33. Now, it might not be much right there, but that that, that boss move right there, it's, big, it's, it's, it's telling me that, you know, we got to have confidence. Yeah, Kyle, I was just about to say that. Boss move, boss move. Hey, and let the t- t- dogs going to be roaring, dogs going to be barking. <laughs> Obi Toppin, boss move. That boy is ready to roll. He said, let's go win some games. Pint blank, period. I'm out. All right, Redrick. Big All up, right. Redrick. Yo, that was a bad man thing, man. My guy yeah, calling in straight from Jamaica. <laughs> Kurt from Jamaica, but he calling in from ATL. Boss moves. 
Hey, it was a wild night last night, man. And they to see them wheeling and dealing out there. Um, it was very intriguing to see where it was going to end up. You know? Yeah, I, I, I was I was not expecting so many trades by the Knicks. I mean, start yep. off the day, like you said, move from the 27th and the 38th to get to 23rd. We moved back from the 23rd to get the 25th and the 33rd. Mm-hmm. I don't. When was the last time the Knicks made so many moves in one <laughs> in night? In one day, that was from morning to the end God. of the night. I was Boys stunned. Night, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. I mean, just, just just to be able to to agree to a deal with another team that didn't kill us was, was, was a refreshing sight to see. So, you know, the optimism by the fan base is certainly there. It's always there for a new regime until they prove otherwise. And that's the thing. Kirk coming in with it. The last caller came in with it. I'm saying the same thing. Let's see it play out. Let it cook. You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of complaining going on on Twitter this morning. Listen, we got a 72 game season coming up there's gonna be plenty of time to complain i'm gonna chill right now (laughs) let this thing simmer and cook i'm just i'm just trying to be on good vibes yard man vibes you know what i mean like my guy kurt was on i'm trying to keep it on a positive lane because yo we do the post game show and it's gonna be a lot of l's coming in you know what i mean so it's a lot of complaining to go around Mm -hmm. just just not right now let's just let this thing cook yeah, like we haven't had basketball since March, man. Can we just be happy? Yeah, let's just be happy for. Can a we just second. be happy for a little bit? That's all right, it. we got we got we got That's basketball it. starting in a month. Yeah, let's just be happy for this time period. Let, let's just be happy, man. So, um, that's that with that. All right, let me let me get to the giveaway. All right, we got a uh, hundred and fifty-four entries so far, and they're still coming in, still coming in now. So we're gonna get this thing rolling. Let's get the contest rolling. And uh, as we segue to the wrap-up, salute to everybody in the chat. Definitely appreciate everybody for tuning in. Forgot to shout-out Team Hashtag New Max Russo. Appreciate it. Mark Felix. He says, Hashtag Mark. All right, Santino Valenzuela. What's going on? Team Hashtag New. John Riley. Welcome to the channel. Josh Frankel. Welcome to the channel. D Brown. What's good, D Brown? Salute to D Brown. Um, D Bodega, Tampa, Florida. Shout out D Bodega. What's going on? Yeah, man. Salute to everybody in Team Hashtag Dude, man. Definitely appreciate everybody's support. All 2,400 of you in the chat. And there's still names coming in now. These people want the giveaway. They came for the snap for the hat. Right, the next next season's coming upon us, man. Yeah. This is what's showing. Yeah, man. Um, Al, you were talking about your your uh you're a Knicks fan stuck in Massachusetts, man. Ah, uh, yeah, that's tough. It's uh, it's tough, but it's not. It's not the. Uh, it could be worse because yeah. I'm a Jets fan, as you know, and a Yankees fan. So Jets fan, you know, I get mocked. Yeah. Do you watch the games at a bar or at home? I watch it at home. I got the league pass. Okay, all right. Safe. So I can watch. Uh, safe. Yeah. I don't go out. You know, not trying to get the the ridicule. Yeah, uh, well, I watch it in a safe space, man. I don't blame you, man. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't deal with uh, all the Celtics fans telling me about uh, how, how nice it is to have a, a winning team every yeah. season. Now, the Boston fans are like the Philly fans. They, they're, they're a rare breed, a special breed. I think they got rabies, some of them. You really got to be careful mm-hmm. what you're dealing with out there, man. You know what yeah, I mean? I, I could agree with, yeah, I could agree with you on that. Yeah. Although I, I went to Philly for a Jets game last year. Mm-hmm. My goodness, I regret that every single bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we... I never seen so much. It was just savage, just savages. Yeah, savages over the place. That's the, all I gotta say. The, the Philly fan is is a very uh, they're very special to let's just say the least. 
for lack of a better word. All right, so let's get to this giveaway, and then we're going to sign out. Salute to everybody for tuning in once again. Where's my giveaway music? All right, here we go. Okay, so I'm going to lock it up now. If you haven't gotten in, Dylan Bo... Oh, just two more. This is it. Dylan and Arnold are the last two to get it in, so we had 168 entries. All right, here we go. Who wants tonight's hat giveaway? Let's get it going. And the winner is... Who's going to win it? Gaten Lammy. Gaten Lammy. Congratulations to Gaten Lammy. You have just won tonight's Knicks fitted hat giveaway. It's got the metallic emblem here. Got the Knicks on the brim. Very crispy. I was waiting to give this one away. Um, salute to my guy Shells Heavy for always sponsoring tonight's giveaways. Always sponsoring. Look at that crispy metallic joint. All they got to do is start winning, and this thing can be very valuable. You know what I mean? Orange under brim. All the stickers. All the tags. No Fulton Street flatback. This is real authentic. <laughs> Knicks Fan TV. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys for the giveaway. Al, I'm going to segue over to you for the sign out, man. All right. Well, salute to Gate and Lammy on winning the hat, first and foremost. You know what, CP, as always, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Um, doing a lot of great work this week, man. Just keep pumping out content. You're everywhere at this point. My God, salute to everyone from last night as well. Salute to all the mods. Salute to Knicks Nation. And listen, you can find me at uh, Hoops Habit for my pieces. You can find uh, the podcast, Knicks Jets, etc., on all audio platforms. And yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a lot of frozen envelopes, a lot of rigged. They want to recount. <laughs> Listen, man, no fugazi, man. This is just, it's all authentic. I don't know Gate 10. I don't know any of the giveaway winners. But this is just what we do for the fans to show support, to give love for those who show us love. We appreciate it. As always, always appreciate the support. Remember, this show is available in audio podcast format. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Alexa, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. We are everywhere. Follow me on social media, man. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on every platform, and I talk back to Dick's fans. So make sure that you connect with me. I'm always around, man. I'm always everywhere. Um, let me salute the Super Chats real quick before we get out of here. Can't forget that. Definitely want to shout out in the Super Chats app. Here we go. Michael Parker, always represented, number one fan of the show. He's in on the Lonzo talk. Delsky says, if the point guard hunt doesn't pan out, we're not able to find a solid point guard in free agency. What kind of package deals would you guys make for Lonzo? I think you had said something with uh, like Knox, maybe a future pick. Probably have to expect something along those lines. Um, Sir Crafty, number one fan, appreciate it, Crafty. Damaged Goods, appreciate it. He says, ah, no, I can't even read that comment. He said we should sign Melo and Cousins before trading for Lonzo. I think that's the same caller, bro. That's the same caller oh, that was talking that Boogie Cousins stuff before that. But thanks oh, for thanks the Boogie for Cousins speech. stuff. Yeah. Sir Crafty, appreciate it. Uh, got all to say. Says, uh, were you happy when Randall got signed to the Knicks? Yeah, I was. I was optimistic when Randall got signed to the Knicks because he had an excellent season with the Pelicans. Shot 40% from three that year. Um, again, it, it's not, you know, the Randall talking for me is not uh, shade on, on who he is as a player. It's just shade on 
the fit with this team. And I think the writing is on the wall right now for what we've been saying all year. You know, he they didn't consider him as part of the future. And so we will we should look to a trade at some point or then moving on from Julius Randle at the end of the season. So that's just all it was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Christoph, appreciate it. He said Teague up for grabs. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And Teague could very well be an option here as a free agent. Uh, Kaiser Sose, what'd you say? He played under Tibbs. Yeah, he did. He did. And had a problem with the playing time, too. So, Or with the, with the extended minutes. So, yep. see how it goes there. But he, but he also endorsed Tibbs. The Tibbs moved to the Knicks. So, let's see how that shakes out. Kaiser Sose 718 says MSG is now officially Lob City East Coast. Frank gets to throw lobs to Mitch, Obi, and RJ. We should be a fast-running team with this group. Yeah, hopefully. Um, above the rim, appreciate it. Just salute to all the mods. Free Talento. What happened to my guy, John Talento, man? Salute to my guy, John Talento. That's my guy. He's usually in here first, man. But anyway, Al, tomorrow, 2 p.m., see you guys on SNY's The Post Up with Ian Begley. Free agency starts tomorrow. I'll see where we go with this point guard situation, man. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.